1: Welcome to the AI Extra Transfer Rumour podcast. I'm your host, Tadiwa Chanakira, and we're speaking all things Allison as he looks to be set to become a Liverpool player this evening. Um, the medical has been passed. I think we were all holding our breath for that one. He seemed to have he signed the contract, and he's actually currently on his way back to his holiday, so it's just waiting for the club to announce it. But... Um, I'm not the only one that's excited to, to have Alison come in. I've brought in a few guests that hopefully can shed some light on, on what they're expecting from Alison and the, probably the implications that has for the rest of our goalkeepers. Um, I'll start by welcoming my co-host for the past about three weeks now. Guy, I think it is. Guy Drinkle. How are you doing, Guy?
0: I'm good, man. I'm good. I think it's two weeks. I think Justin's going to replace me in the coming one, isn't he? <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, Justice definitely, but he's back from his honeymoon, so I think we're gonna have to put you back in the in the reserve team back for in subs. <laughs> back in the subs. I'm gonna um, be the carrier. Yes, no, <laughs> definitely. Um, guy, can I get your quick reactions? I know Liverpool are currently playing a, a friendly at the moment. Oh, don't worry, uh,
0: there's
1: not going on. <laughs> <laughs> so nothing that we're missing. Nothing, nothing you saw in that first half that might have convinced you, maybe. Of someone, one of the younger boys coming along.
0: Uh, no, <laughs> I mean the only thing I could mention is if you're, you're if you're struggling to sleep one night and you've got this on record, it's uh, it's good for that because literally nothing happened other than winning a penalty and a couple Lalana chances, one moment of magic and one good clearance off the line. Other than that, not really much has happened. But uh, yeah, hopefully the second half gets better, and we have a Markovic screening or viewing. He's alive. He's still a Liverpool player, and I'm ready to watch this in the background.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure we will definitely have it in the background. And uh, good luck to Markovic. I'm sure he's in the shop window. <laughs> the guy isn't the only guest that I have today, and we we had to definitely bring in one of the new signings for for um, Anfield Index. If we if we're speaking new signings in terms of Liverpool, we got to bring in new signings for Anfield Index as well. He's had a few reps on a couple of the other parts, but we had to bring him in for the transfer part. Uh, Hakim,
2: how are you doing? Hey, guys. How's it going? I'm doing good.
1: Good, good. Um, Hakim, maybe I can start with you. Obviously, the news that swept us sort of early this week, and it's it's, it's not even dragged out, because I think it, it's happened quite quickly and a lot quicker than many of us had anticipated. But Liverpool made a bid for Alisson. The first one sort of got rejected. They upped the bid. And Roma seemed to be stalling in, in a hope that Chelsea were going to probably match our bid or try and create a bidding war. But it, it didn't seem like Chelsea were able to, to even come to the table to match what we were offering. Uh, were, you, were you confident he was always coming?
2: Yeah, I was quite confident, guys. Um, it was it was clear that Manchi wanted to sell Allison from the beginning of the summer and it was clear that Liverpool wanted him. Um, but Manchi also has to do his due diligence for the club and get the best fee that he can for the player so I guess it it was just one of those sagas that ran for the majority of the summer but quietly I guess.
1: Yeah uh, I, I think Manchi is one of those uh, directors of football that he, he's very calculated and we could see at the beginning of the summer guy that Roma were quite busy did did it seem like they were always willing to sell Allison, or did you think that it was something that that sort of happened out the blue?
0: Um, I thought I thought they were always willing to sell Allison. I'm not sure if it was always a given they were going to sell him, but I don't think they were ever like actively pouring him out, pretty much. Um, but no, I mean, as you mentioned, they're pretty much bought I think they bought like a whole team's worth of players, didn't they? I mean, yeah, it might be in double figures now, I'm not hundred percent on that, but they were they were buying loads of people. The uh sold uh Rajah I butchered that name. I'm gonna call him Roger. <laughs> they sold Roger, um who obviously is their star central midfielder slash attacking midfielder and um yeah I thought that may have been enough but um, they they seem to be adding a bit more a bit more quality, um and getting a bit more expensive. I think that they're linked with Malcolm now or they've been in recent weeks and maybe maybe Malcolm was just a step too far and maybe Allison um needed to be sold to fund that and they needed to improve in another way, but uh, maybe they maybe they have a better environment for a goalkeeper than than Liverpool do at the minute. We we need a, a ready made world class one where Roma seemingly can be a bit patient with it. I mean, Alisson came from Brazil, needed to settle in, they had Wojciech Szczesny, who we we all know from his Arsenal t- times. Um not the greatest. Um but yeah, it it just seems kind of perfect for everyone, as 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 you both said, Monchi is the type of director of football who he he not ideally, but he can work in a in a sell to buy operation and he can he can buy a bargain and then turn him into Turn him into a massive sign and we saw that obviously at Severe and only early stages at Rome for him But I mean, <laughs> I think he was burnt by Salah and he wasn't going to get burnt again, was he? That's why we're paying nearly double the record for a goalkeeper
1: Yeah, the, the, the price is definitely something I think that's going to be a talking point heading into the season But I'm hoping it's, it's going to be a similar situation to the one we saw with Van Dijk where no one's really speaking about the price because they're happy with the quality of the player that's come in. Um, Guy, I, I mentioned I know in the WhatsApp group. Do, do you feel the same in that we can basically swap the Allison and the Salah prices? Um, it, it, it certainly makes me feel better to think that we bought Allison for thirty-seven million and seller for sixty-seven, even though that could arguably still be a, um, quite quite a steal.
0: Um, yeah, that's one way of looking at it. But, I mean, <laughs> Alisson has to perform to still a world record free at that that price or near world record free at that price. But, yeah, it's it's quite a good look, way of looking at it. I mean, what, what could we sell Salah for? I know it's retrospect and all that. At, at the time, we got him for what was market value because he was definitely before Neymar broke the uh, market, wasn't he? Um, so that was quite fair at the time. But, yeah, um, if we were selling or buying Salah now, We'd be talking triple figures at the very least. <laughs> um, so yeah, if if we're talking if we were talking sixty odd mil for a uh, Salah, that'd be still bargain of the century. <laughs> but yeah, for it, it, Allison, he's he's gonna he ha, he has to perform. But I mean, we've got what is it, about ninety to a hundred million off uh, spending at Roma, and we've got. Well, we've got one world class player. Time will tell if we've got another one, but Alisson, if he continues his form from last season especially, we're going to have two world class players from, from Roma for 100 million. I mean, that's phenomenal business, isn't it?
1: That is phenomenal business. And, and uh, you've mentioned the price quite a bit in that segment. Uh, Hakim, if I can come to you, what exactly are we getting for this 67 million? Is, is this the goalkeeper we. We've been, we've been praying for, we've been asking for. Um, what are your thoughts on Alisson coming in and what he brings to Liverpool?
2: I think Alisson is the best available goalkeeper that we could have possibly gotten. Ideally, I would say Manuel Neuer would be the perfect goalkeeper, but he's never moved in from Bayern Munich and he's been on the decline, especially considering his injury that he had for nine months. So Alisson is a midway in between an Oblak and a Manuel Neuer, I guess. He's a very good shot stopper. Uh, if we look at his highlights from his season in this area, he made some wonderful double saves, saves that you would think, hey, that's a given goal. Even after the strikers missed the first chance, he's very comfortable with his feet. He's he's comfortable coming off his line, commanding his area. So, I think we've got the best for our buck. And when you look at the transfer fee in comparison to transfer fees prior, with 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 the consideration of Inflation. He's he's pretty much a snip. Yeah, I have to agree with you there. I
1: think the moment Neymar moved, that transfer sort of changed the the market, and I think you'll see uh, as goalkeepers uh, start to move, the likes of maybe a De Gea. I know Real Madrid have been interested in him but personally I don't see Mourinho ever letting him go <laughs> but those type of players I'm pretty sure they would command a fee similar to this and Guy maybe I can come to you I've mentioned De Gea other people you know sort of surmised that Oblak could have been uh, um, an alternative or someone we could have been looking at as well um, I had my reservations about that and on the Face Off podcast I, I did mention that I, I didn't see how an all black would fit into our system, but it seems like Klopp has gotten his man. As Hakim mentioned, stylistically, this had to be the most, um, Klopp goalkeeper coming, um, that was available. Do, do you agree with him?
0: Yeah. It's, uh, it's a, it's a weird one. You mentioned all black there who at, um, at Alleco Madrid, he's, he's perfect for that system and he's probably the best goalkeeper in the world, if not Joint two with De Gea, um, in that system. But I mean, it's hard to know how he'd actually do in, in our system where he's got a sweep and stuff like that. I mean, maybe you could look at his time at Benfica, but we're not we're not here to talk about all black, are we? So, from the bits I've seen of, of Alisson, I'm not going to pretend I've, I've watched him for uh, in Brazil or all loads of Roma. I mean, I've watched probably. Under 10 games, but I've highlights and stuff like that, but he just seems, he seems so well-rounded, which is kind of weird in a goalkeeper. I mean, as we mentioned with block there, Atletico Madrid are quite a defensive team, don't leave a lot of space, whereas you, you watch Neuer, um, he's a, the, just, he's just the sweeper keeper, isn't he? Uh, you see that with Marc Andres to Stegen as well. Um, Obviously, it's probably easier playing for an Atletico Madrid or a Man United where there's less space to cover because there's it's more focus on your uh, shot stopping and stuff like that. But with Liverpool, you got to be more of that Nayer. You have got to be more of that Mark Andre Ter Stegen. And Alisson seems like top three in in terms of sweeping keepers, uh, sweeper keepers. I know he's not um challenge with covering mass amounts of ground he was at Roma because they were quite a defensive team with uh, with Manolas etc but um you saw it a bit more with Brazil he he um he had to do a bit more cover a bit more space there and uh yeah he he just seemed so well rounded so weird um the I'm really, I haven't really. I'm trying to think of a weakness, not to just sound like, "Oh, this is going to be perfect." Uh, I, I think I remember at the time Navicera was signed. One of the weaknesses on the pod was that he won't win the Ballon d'Or straight. Away. <laughs> but I'm, I'm trying to think, try to think of something that actually that is a weakness for him. But I'm, I haven't noticed anything. Like sometimes you see him on crosses; they're ever a bit flappy. I mean, I know it's out of the World Cup, but I'm not going to judge any anyone at the World Cup. But um, you just got to look at the stats. I think it was Dan Kennett who put out, he, he, he's one of the best on crosses in, in, in the world. <laughs> um, uh, I think the only weakness I've seen is 1v1s. He can he can rush out a bit too much, but pff, I'd rather have that than Mignolet sitting back and being the skirtle of goalkeepers.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I have to agree with you there, and the nice thing about him, as as you mentioned, he's very decisive. He he knows if he's coming out, he is going to come out, and I think that's really going to help us sort of keep a bit of a higher line. Maybe uh, I know towards <laughs> the the second half of the season, we seem to have a bit more of a high line. Carriers was trying to to be that sweeper keeper, and it, it comes naturally to Carrius. Um, Hakim do you think that these these um skills that Alison has shown in in Rome, they will be able to be transferred to the Premier League. It's obviously a bit more physical. Um, maybe the quality of the players could 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 be a higher quality. Um, do, do you think that they're going to be transferable?
2: Uh, if we just start with how his playing style would translate into our into our system, if we look at the fact that we like to play out of the back. I've seen a few clips where he just dinks the ball over his center back and the uh, and the pressing forward to his wing backs, so that'd be perfect for us. Seeing that we have very front-footed fullbacks, uh, when when it comes to crosses, he's a pretty big guy, like six four, two hundred pounds. So I don't think he he would have any troubles bumping into a, a Phil Jones if he comes up for a corner or something. So he'd be fine with that. And then another amazing thing about him is his distribution. So he has amazing range of passing. Not only with his feet, but especially with his hands. And having Mo Salah, Sadio Mane, Bobby Firmino to hit on the break, that will be perfect for us.
1: As, as you were mentioning the the distribution, the one keeper I think most Liverpool fans will look at is a Pepe Reina's distribution. Uh, Hakim, maybe I'll stick with you. Do you think we can see a lot of that sort of him starting our count, a lot of our counter-attacks? And um, in terms of watching him, I've noticed... His short passing is a lot better than maybe his distance passing, but I think if he's maybe offloading the ball quickly to the likes of um, Naby Keita, who are the then the ball carriers in midfield, it seems like he, he's very well suited to a system that's geared for a counter-attack.
2: I think he's bound for an assist in the season. It was the last season he got an assist, I believe, versus Inter Milan, just like how Pepe Reina got an assist if I remember the game correctly, was it the Man U game? Back in 08-09, he got an assist with David the ball. He,
0: Yeah, might have been. I think so, yeah.
2: Yeah, he just cleared the ball like <laughs> almost ni- 80 meters up the field, one bounce, and then the striker scored. So, I think we're 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 bound to see an assist from Allison, or probably at least get four or five goals just from his distribution.
1: Yeah, that does seem exciting,
2: and if we can stick with his footwork
1: and stick with his distribution guy, um, I know Liverpool fans have been stating that they're they're desperate for a keeper that's probably not going to be in in the limelight as much as maybe a carriers or a Minella was in, and they're hoping that maybe the keeper will just do their job. But I think bringing in a keeper, obviously, that's stylistically a keeper that Klopp wants to play with, which is a keeper that's comfortable with his feet and is is looking to start counterattacks. I I think we have to take into consideration maybe arguably this could be although it's one of his strengths it could also lead to being one of his weaknesses in that he does like a cry turn and I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if you if you would be able to give me a betting line on who's going to get more cry turns this season, Allison or Lalana. But does that raise any concerns for you? Because we've seen keepers that, you know, try to play the ball out of, out of defense do get caught every now and then. Is that something we should anticipate is going to happen? Do we, do you see fans allowing it to happen? Or do you think, you know, if, if it happens on the first day of the season, they're sort of going to get on his back about it?
0: Um, yeah, I think I was talking to some, some people in Mozart. Um, earlier with this, and I I think I worded it very crudely, if he did a Cruyff turn, I wouldn't know if I'd need the Kleenex or the (laughs) defibrillators. So yeah, I think that sums it up quite well, but yeah, I I, I don't want to take anything away from from a player who's this comfortable and this highly regarded as a goalkeeper. if he's confident enough to do to do stuff like a cryf turn, and he's confident that he's going to actually pretty much embarrass the the, the presser, why not? I'm, I don't want to take that away from him. I don't want him second guessing himself. If it, if his natural instinct is to cryf turn, do it. If it, if it puts me in the hospital, so be it. Screw it, It's only me. Um, it it just I, I like having a keeper with confidence. But as as you said, when it goes wrong, I mean. I'm sure you both remember when Minulae used to do the odd Cruyff turn, and I, Jesus, I think that was one of the defibrillator moments. <laughs> but if uh, if Allison comes in and is is what he's he's rumoured to be is this big monster con- uh, confident goalkeeper, and he, he he's just so comfortable with the ball at his feet, and he's pinging passes, doing Cruyff turns. I mean, have you seen that? How flat his goal kick is where he pings it bloody insane <laughs> i know he's got a for roma and it'll be a bit different but if he can if he can get such a flat delivery um from a from a goal kick out of his arms good god it, it's literally having it's like having another it, having a deep lying playmaker but very 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 deep lying playmaker It's is bloody insane but yeah i mean you've got to take it as the whole package i mean if, if it eventually screws up you just got to hope it's not in a In a big moment where it costs us, I mean, if if it costs us a goal in like a four-one victory, who nobody's going to give a toss either. But hopefully he's not trying that stuff like in the Champions League must-win game or something like that. Because then then I think a trip to the hospital will be needed after the game. Um, But yeah, I like that stuff in modern keepers. I mean, you don't you don't see De Gea do it that much, but I'm sure I think we've seen Noya do it. I think Stegen's very very uh risky with his how how close he lets uh presses get to him. And um Edison, I mean his is more about sweeping and we've seen Salah making pay especially, but um I'm sure Man City fans wouldn't want Edison taking less chances uh, with his sweeping and stuff like that and if, if his if uh Allison's version of sweeping's cruyff turns, so be it.
1: <laughs> quite quite importantly there, guy, I think you've you've brought up the name of someone that's going to be his rival um, mm-hmm. heading into into the future with regards to the Brazilian national team. Hakeem, if I can bring you back in, um there, there had been sort of quotes albeit indirect quotes about uh Allison's concerns about coming to the Premier League considering, you know, Edison is playing for Man City who are the title holders. Hopefully they won't be the title holders for too long with 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 the way mm-hmm. we're we're looking this season. But um, Allison had mentioned that he did have reservations about coming to the Premier League and facing, you know, Edison, considering he was in a team that arguably, you know, was going to be dominating the Premier League for years to come. He was more keen to go to another league where he could compete, you know, um, and, and sort of on a level playing field with a team, you know, uh, there were rumors of he really wanted to go to Real Madrid. Um, do do you feel that that he's going to be able to compete with Edison at Liverpool? And I'm sure the conversation he had with Klopp must have convinced him that he's going to be able to compete. And from from a maybe a defensive system. Do, do you feel Liverpool have a better defensive system? I think it could actually help him being at Liverpool you know um juxtaposed to Ed Edison being so close to him at a man city team where defensively th- that's not really one of their strong points
2: well when you, if you could if we look back at Allison's time as the Brazilian goalkeeper he was he was first choice when he was at Roma, and Roma weren't competing for the for the Syria at the time so He's, he's shown that he's able to, to hold down that first, that first choice spot without being in a top league or being in a team that's winning the league or pushing for the league. And I think he, he underestimates this Liverpool team. With his addition, I think the team is closer than anyone else to challenging Man City for the league this time around. I mean, when you look at the playing styles of both teams, I would say both of them are pretty much, both keepers are going to be exposed. So, there's not going to be a huge difference in terms of the quality of shots that they're going to face. Yes, Ederson might face less shots because Man City holds so much possession. But if he faces shots, if Allison faces shots while in this Liverpool team and makes the saves, then he's only going to cement his position as the Brazilian first choice. So I don't, I don't see where his fears come from. That was just he probably just really wanted to go to Madrid, but now he really wants to come to Liverpool, which is all we need to hear, right? That's
1: the important thing. And, and I'm sure any player that gets into a room with Jürgen Klopp after that, he will definitely have you, you know, singing, you'll never walk alone. And Hakim, if I can stick with you, you've mentioned the shot stopping and I've noticed, you know, the, the games that I have watched with Allison that he's, he's very, um, he's very cognizant of the fact that he, he takes a lot of short steps as, as strikers are getting closer towards him. I think it's, it's sort of the way he anchors himself from a positional standpoint. But uh, a lot of his um, saves are sort of really good reaction saves. That leads me to believe that there's going to be a lot of shots that might be parried into our box. And we've known how our team has been in the past with regards to second balls. Is that a concern to you? Um, If if he's making sort of these reaction saves, you can't really expect him to be holding onto the ball per se. He's really just going to be pushing it away from the ball. I mean, from the goal, which would mean our defenders have to be really alert to pick up the pieces. Is that a concern for you or are you just more worried about make sure the ball doesn't go in and then the rest will take care of itself?
2: Well, this has been one of my issues with the team for quite a while. And it would apply if any goalkeeper was our goalkeeper. Most goalkeepers parry the ball back into their box. If we take a look at any highlights video of any team, the goalkeeper parries the ball and it depends on the defensive setup of the team to have defenders close enough to him to clear the ball. So with this Liverpool team, I I think the team itself just has to improve and can't expect the goalkeeper to magically push everything around the post or catch everything. We even look at the Champions League game versus Roma when Carrius parried a shot back back into the center of the box and Dzeko scored. That was Virgil van Dijk's fault. A lot of people won't mention it, but when you look back at the video, he vacated that space where Dzeko went and scored. So it doesn't matter... What goalkeeper it is, they're gonna parry the ball back into the box. Now it's just the defense needs to improve, I guess, to be able to recognize that once your goalkeeper makes that save, you need to be in a position to to get rid of the ball. So I'm I'm not too worried about what Allison's gonna do. I'm sure he'll make quite a few double saves that are gonna have people off their seats. But I just think that's something that the team itself needs to worry about with those parried shots.
1: No, it definitely will be something. I think everyone will be keeping an eye on, and and I'm hoping, and I'm pretty sure that Klopp, um, Klopp and the coaching staff would have identified that. Um, Guy, if I can come to you, do you know we have that old saying, offense wins games, but defense wins championships. Do you think that this was the final piece in the defense? Obviously, taking into consideration our transfer budget we we can't necessarily go and sign every single player do you think it was sort of a situation of either klopp brings in a goalkeeper or brings in a center back or do you perhaps think that a center back could still be coming in but how is our defense shaping up after signing like alisson
0: um i think we've got four out of five well, not proven because it's hard to call Trent proven, isn't it? But if we kind of put an asterisk next to Trent, who's who's got the talent and he's got the potential to to pretty much be anything he wants because he's got world class potential. And well, for pretty much three months, two months, he he was fantastic at right back after that man Man United. Um, mayor of a game, wasn't he? Let's be, let's be honest. Um, so if Trent keeps on this development track, I think you can, you can pencil him in, it is, it is a sure thing at right back. Um, Van Dyke, Robbo, yeah. They're just, they're just brilliant, are Um, right centre back, it, it's been a troubled position since Carragher's been on, on the downslope, hasn't it? Uh, hasn't it? I mean, Lovren had a better, um, second half of last season, but, he still doesn't fill you with confidence, or he doesn't fill me with me with confidence. I should say I'm not. I'm not speaking for everyone. Um, but I think we do still need that right centre back, but I think you look at the reaction from from pre-season. Carrius wasn't. He wasn't getting sympathy from the fans. I mean, you see it on Twitter every day. I mean, you get people dispelling the concussion and stuff like that, which, which is. It, 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 I think it's nonsense. But that's another uh, argument for another day. Um. So yeah, I, th- I think goalkeeper was needed more than a centre-back considering how, how, how Carrius were viewed. But, um, it, before, before the Champions League, I think it was a different, it was a different story. But anyway, Alisson is, he's one of the final pieces in the jigsaw. So I still think we need a right centre-back, but if you're asking if, I, if I, if you think I, we can win the league with pretty much Lover and all Matip at right centre-back, I think we can. I mean, you mentioned Man City there, and I know they're really different to us, and they average they average like seventy percent of the ball, so the defense didn't really have anything to do. But we have a, ne- a next level of protection now. I mean, they had Fernandinho, we now have Fabinho so Fabinho's probably more naturally defended. We have Nabi and they had David Silver and De Bruyne, so we have a different balance in midfield, um, and we have one more but we have one better centre-back than they all have and our, our full-backs are probably our left back was better than theirs but they have Mindy coming back so it, it's looking really good I think we can win the league with it and I think that's the ultimate answer um, if we wanted to be a sure thing I mean it'd be great if we could spend or oh, go again and break, break the centre-back record again but that's not going to happen is it I mean there's only been a couple names linked at right centre back, and that's, or at centre back is Lascelles and Tarkowski, wasn't it? And I think that was just Twitter ITK stuff, really. But I think Lascelles would be good. I'm not sure he'd walk straight into the first team. I think he'd have to earn it a bit. But yeah, it's a centre back still a concern, but it wasn't more of a concern than goalkeeper in the general LFC spectrum, I don't think, as shown by the Allison signing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, I think I have to echo your sentiments in that I think goalkeeper was the the key position. If you look at those five, you know, defensive or traditionally solid defensive positions. Um, Hakim, I'll throw the same question to you. Do, do you think he, um, Allison is the final piece or, or maybe the final piece for this season defensively? And, um, do, uh, what do you think he, he adds in terms of going for a, For a title challenge this season, if we, if we look at his numbers, you know, in terms of expected goals, only David De Gea had, um, a better, um, better percentage in terms of XGA, which is, um, expected goals against. Um, so we're looking sort of in the bracket of slightly better than Courtois, slightly better than All Black in terms of, you know, the saves that he's making. Have we signed the world-class keeper that Liverpool have been begging for for quite a few years now?
2: Yeah, I think we have signed that keeper. Which is hopefully the, f- the fans at Anfield will will feel the same, which I'm sure that they will. Uh, when you look at it, I think this season he's the final piece for that defense. When you think about it, we have three right-sided def- right-sided defenders in Gomez, Matip, and Lovren. So the weaknesses of each three are covered by the strengths of the other. So they will be rotated with with Virgil, um, staying as as a as a constant within the team. So I think he's the final one for this season, and then next summer we'll look at it again and see if we need to go get another defender. Maybe one of the, the the older two will decide, hey, they want to go play first team football and they'll leave. But I think getting one in now would would just hamper Gomez. It would either force him to go on loan or force him to to fight between center back and right back. And when we think about it, Klein coming back we we really missed him last season because if we take a look at Klein he's he's he was all, always a constant 7 out of 10 player not many bad games not many amazing games he's very reliable defensively he might not produce how we want him to produce attacking wise but i don't think that's going to be his responsibility now now considering all the the attacking talent that we have so i think that's it for the defense for this season
1: yeah, I'm, I'm, I like that you've mentioned also factors leading to the dynamics of the team. You obviously don't want to have, you know, five or six starting 11 players coming into your t- team. You know, I think, I think that messes with the team chemistry a little bit, not just on the pitch, but off the pitch as well. But Guy, if I can bring you in with regards to off the pitch, we, we know that Firmino has, has mentioned that he's, he's spoken to, Alisson about life in Liverpool. He, he's, you know, tongue-in-cheek spoken about how he'd wanted Alisson to sort of join us and he's tried to convince him to join us. It seems Agent Firmino, uh, we got Fabinho in first and then now we've got Alisson in. Um, we seem to be getting quite a quite a decent Brazilian contingent at our club. And, of course, we can't, we can't forget the honorary Brazilian Moreno. Um, how much of a factor does it play for someone like Allison coming in, not necessarily coming in at the beginning of the the preseason but coming in middle of preseason but at least he's got quite a few Brazilians he can you know lean on and he can talk to even just just to help him settle in I know his wife will be keen to have a few Brazilian, um, ladies in and around to to maybe help her settle into into life at Liverpool. How important is that off-the-field factor?
0: Yeah, it's very important. I mean, it's weird how we've developed from Jose Enrique having the gang of young Spaniards and now we've got the big Spanish uh, Portuguese contingent, it's, haven't uh, we? It's quite strange, but yeah, it, 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 it must be very important. I mean, you mentioned agent Bobby there, um, getting him in. Um, and it it must be important just having I don't know if they're mates or something but obviously must get on to a certain degree Brazil if he has if he has been named as a as a reason, one of the reasons why he signed but um, yeah it, it can only help and especially um, with family life I know Rebecca Tavares uh, I think she's been uh, known to be mates with Alison's missus so that that can again only help if if you've got two new people settling in together. Um I think we've seen Fabino and uh, Fabinio and Kaer kind of mention that they they're both a new guy, so they've started getting on we've seen Sturridge and cater get on so maybe it, maybe it's not about your nationality and stuff like that maybe it's just our group seems really easy to get on with I mean we all saw that video of ox welcoming cater um it, it, our our club just seems really welcoming and stuff like that i mean i'm not i'm not don't want to be um uh, Making stuff up here, but maybe when it was Gerard and Carragher, it was basically them two as the welcoming committee. Whereas now it seems to be a big collective, if you get what I mean. I mean, we still do have this Spanish and Portuguese um, contingent, but everyone seems to be getting on with everyone. And I mean, Dejan seems to get on with everyone. Moreno seems to get on with everyone. More gets on with everyone. It just, it just really, it's really good to see. Um, and. Maybe maybe the reason Fakir hasn't signed is that we had no one in the French national team with him yet. Um but time will tell with that one. But maybe Fabino can have an a can can have a word with him. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm I'm sure we we could get some of our players to brush up on their French for that deal. Mama Saco um, can have a word. Yes, we can always bring him back just for just for the signing maybe and then he yes. could he could it's a bit of a controversial topic, but he could maybe leave right after the signing. But, Hakim, uh, Guy has mentioned sort of the the chemistry in the team. And obviously, a signing like this will affect um, other players in the team and obviously chemistry, dynamics, and stuff like that. If you look at our goalkeeping situation with an Allison coming in, um, maybe we can start off with... You know, the person it might have directly affected in that Carrius um, was or allegedly was the number one goalkeeper for us. You know, and, and a big signing like Allison. obviously, he's coming in to be number one. Where does that leave a
2: oh, I just got to pity Carrius at the moment. Um, He had a really good half season from January till to the Champions League finals yes there were a few errors here and there but overall he was he was in pretty good form coming off of the Champions League final and the news that he was concussed during the final I thought he would be able to come back seeing that he's a pretty confident guy hopefully he would have been confident enough within his goalkeeping ability but the the, the couple mistakes that he's made in preseason so far seem to have convinced not only the fans which they were probably convinced the most from the Champions League final but it's convinced Klopp and the transfer committee that would they really needed to 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 bite the bullet and go for Alisson so I think he's really negative negatively affected by it however he can't run away from it at the moment it would be great for him to go out on loan but who's going to take him on loan in terms of a club that's that fits or style of play for him to come back and and contribute to the team I don't know, but seeing that, seeing that the other goalkeepers are going, are, go, are going out, which we'll talk about later. I think he just has to bide his time as the, as the number two. And maybe that's, that's going to be his level for the rest of his career, unless he goes lower table or to another team in Europe.
1: Yeah. It's, it's quite a, as you mentioned, it's quite a sad situation. If you take into account that last, um, you know, that second half of the season that he had, and if you sort of look at, at the trajectory and the progression that he was making, all of a sudden to now be, you know, the number two goalkeeper if if he does stay at Liverpool. Um, Guy, do, do you agree with Hakim's um, evaluation of Carrius? He obviously, you know, he's in a tricky situation now. If he stays, he's likely to be number two goalkeeper. If he's looking to leave, um, who exactly would be looking to buy him? And uh, as Hakim's mentioned, in terms of loaning him, you know, Klopp wouldn't necessarily just want to loan him to any club. It would have to be a club that plays football that's similar to us so that when he comes back, you know, hopefully he would have been able to sort out maybe the mental side of the game. He can slot back in either as a backup or challenging Allison, but. In terms of that, where, where does where does carriers go from here?
0: Um, yeah, I mean, we, I know Akeem said we'll talk about it there, but we kind of have to mention the Ward news that he, he's moving on, isn't it? So it looks like, unless we're really confident of Grabara um, coming good or, or Kelleher who's playing right now, um, <clears throat> unless we're signing another manager type uh, signing, but yeah. It, it seems like we're going to keep hold of Carrius, and I think that is the right decision. I mean, you talk about a loan deal, but there's only so many t- teams who do take a goalkeeper on loan. I mean, most we saw it with Ward when he went to the Championship, but Carrius isn't a Championship keeper. These people may dispute and saying say he's crap and stuff like that, but we genuinely saw a really good goalkeeper for six for well, not six months, for half a season. Probably the best goalkeeper we've seen since pepe Rainer was good and um that that's nothing that's nothing to down to downgrade because we've spent 60 mil on a on a goalkeeper we've improved on a good goalkeeper and that's the most important thing from this deal for me Carius was a good goalkeeper and it looks like we're buying a great goalkeeper um and that was always the concern with me i liked Carius. i would have been I, even with the pre-season stuff I would have still not been not been happy because I think the fan base got a bit toxic. But um, I would have I would have backed Carius. I'm sure everyone else would have eventually. But I would have been alright. I still would have trusted Carius to a to a certain degree. But if say if we bought a Butland or someone else like that, it'd just be like, what's the point? <laughs> um, so the most important thing for me in this deal is that we the, we. Bought the upgrade. But, um, yeah, sticking with Carius, and I think he's, he's probably the best number two in the league now, which, uh, speaks, maybe not the best wanted title, but he is. He, he's, he's a really good goalkeeper, and the long term he's not going to be a number two because he's too good for it. But if we have for a season whilst Carius gets out of the spotlight, gets out of the limelight, may, maybe gets his head right, maybe just playing, 10 games a season, well, for a season, can help him settle it down a bit. Hopefully just some low-key matches against some lower-quality sides can help him. But, yeah, a year or a second choice isn't going to develop him. And goalkeeper situations change now. Not everyone peaks at 30-year-old for a goalkeeper now. We see we see goalkeepers peaking earlier, so he's not he's not a youngster, but 25, he's still got plenty of years left. Um, so, yeah, a year as a second choice isn't going to do any damage to him, and then maybe he can eventually get a move back to Germany or something like that, but I'm not sure if Bayern Leverkusen have replaced Leno, but maybe Carrius has a spot there, and I don't have the best knowledge of German football to know who needs a goalkeeper or whatever, but Carius was voted second best goalkeeper in the Bundesliga in his last year at Mainz we only spent 4 million on him, we're not going to be asking stupid money for him, there's a profit to be made quite cheaply on him so someone's going to have a really good goalkeeper when he eventually does go but as I said, I think he'll be the best number 2 in the league if not the world, I mean if anyone can think of another better number 2, feel free to remind me, but off the top of my head I can't think of anyone, maybe Sillerson, but it looks like he's going to move as well um, but yeah, having two, well, having one world-class goalkeeper and having one re, having one good goalkeeper, it's, it's only a good thing. And if Carrius, as I said, plays 10 games, happy days. It's better than having Danny Ward play 2 games, having Minulay play 20 games, have Carrius play 20 games. Get a number one, because you can't have two number ones. That doesn't mean you haven't got a number one. I think I've heard that on another pod. Um, so yeah, ha- it gets sorted and Carrius can, Get his head straight, ready for the next part of his career. Because if if he if his aim is to stay here as a number two, he's wasting his career because he is a good goalkeeper.
1: Yeah, I don't think we can. You know, some people might you know be quite um, resolved in that he's not a good keeper. But I think if you if you look at especially that last half of the season that we keep mentioning, if you look at you know the circumstances that led to him coming to Liverpool, I think there is a goalkeeper in there. Um, in terms of Bayer Leverkusen, unfortunately, they have signed two goalkeepers Up on then. a free transfer. Yeah, they signed Radecki and they signed, uh, Kirschbaum, I think it was. Um, both on know. a free transfer. <laughs> 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 yeah, they both, um, came from, uh, Nuremberg and Frankfurt. Yeah. So that they, they might be set for goalkeepers there. But if we, if we look at sort of, you know, you've mentioned the, basically the no, no win situation that Carius is, is in with a, with a, quite, quite a fair bit of the fan base at the moment. I just didn't think, you know, he was going to get a fair shake this, this season. Um, as I mentioned in the face off part, even regular mistakes that any goalkeeper would make, I think all of those would have been, you know, um, exponentially, you know, um, Put under the, the the microscope when it came to to carriers. So I just thought you know it was a no win situation for him. So I think we can just be glad that Klopp has gotten a goalkeeper in that stylistically fits you know the way he wants to play football. Um, if we can go on to, to another one of the other Liverpool goalkeepers that probably didn't suit a Klopp system, and we, you know Klopp tried to. To persevere with him, but it, it seems like he he's someone that's definitely on the way out. Um, um it just depends where he's going. Hakim, Minyale, you know, he's had quite quite a few years at Liverpool now. Um, do you think his Liverpool career is over, or maybe there's a
2: resurgence that that you might be seeing? If it was up to me, it it would have been over for a couple seasons now, and. As it is up to him, I think he should realize that he doesn't have much of a future here at Liverpool, considering that he was dropped for Carrius, who is then being replaced by a world-class goalkeeper. It shows that he isn't good enough for what the team needs, and this just isn't his level. He's he's one of those goalkeepers that that's better off in an ultra-defensive team where he makes a ton of saves. He has a bunch of defenders around him to clear clear the, his rebounds or the shots that he parries into the box. I think the decision has been made or it should have been made prior that that he needs to go. I, I I'm sure that there were rumblings during the during the half season just gone that he would he would have spoken a club to to clarify his position at the club. So I think yeah, Minieley's gone.
1: Yeah, um Guy, do you agree with team there?
0: Yeah, he has to go for for the benefit of his own career. I mean he doesn't he's I'm not sure how old he is. I think he's 29, off the top of my head. So he's he's not got the gift of time that Carrius does, for example. So he he needs to move on with his career. I mean, I I think his live Well, I agree with what Hakeem said. I thought I, I thought his career should have ended a couple of years ago, but whatever, it's happened now. Um. So yeah, I agree it's overdue, but I think his career had the final, final, final nail in his. Uh, in his coffin at that West Brom FA Cup game, didn't he? Because that was just abysmal. Um, so yeah, I think he. I think he needs to go. I mean, there's been those rumours to Turkey with uh, Damian Camoli. I think it's. I think it's yeah, maybe maybe Galatasaray. I'm not sure, but um, if it, one of them picks him up, um, fair dues. They've got a, got a. I'm not going to say a good goalkeeper because I think carries is a level above him, but we saw what type of goalkeeper he was more so at Sunderland than Liverpool. So, if a lower, a mid-table Premier League team or a lower team, uh, lower table Premier League team picks him up, they've got a, they've got a goalkeeper who'll do the business for him. If you keep him busy, he'll, he'll make a decent amount of saves. I know his save percentage was horrendous at, uh, last season. I think it was like 55%, which is, oh dear. Um, so yeah, I think that's more of an outlier if anything, but yeah, he's a he needs to be in a low blockish team as we talked about earlier. Stylistically, he's he's not a Liverpool keeper. He can't do the sweeping business. Um, so yeah, if he if he goes back to a team that was like Sunderland back in 2012 or whenever it was, he he'll do all right. He'll do all right. He's a, he's a decent goalkeeper, but he was it was proven pretty quickly. He wasn't of Liverpool standard.
1: Yeah, I think, I think, as you mentioned, he, he could do well for, I think, uh, maybe a mid-table team, mm-hmm. a team that's maybe more giving him more protection. Um, I, I, I don't think he suits a team that's, um, that's sort of keeping a high line. And I, I think also his concentration seemed to, to let him down quite a bit. So he probably needs a team where he's facing a lot more shots opposed to a team where yeah. he's expected to make, you know, just one or two big saves in the game. Um but in terms of our goalkeeping situation looking forward, you know, if we if we take stock of what we said today, um, you know, Ward is looking likely to be joining Leicester City. Um we've agreed a fee with Leicester for him and it's just up to him to agree personal terms and obviously pass the medical. Carriers, he's a bit in limbo now, but perhaps he's going to be our number two going in next season. Um, Mignolet looks to be the likely one to be leaving if you look at between Carius and Mignolet I think Mignolet will be looking definitely to try and be number one goalkeeper somewhere else the important thing both of you have mentioned I think is the fact that we now have a number one goalkeeper that everyone knows is the number one it's not really a toss up it's not really up for conversation you know which which is something that we haven't had for quite a while considering you know Mignolet <laughs> even uh, it's been infamously said that when Bogdan came in, he might have been challenging Mignolet for his number one position. But I think for now, we, we, we now have that keeper. We've gotten the keeper that Klopp was desperate to get. And, you know, that, that always helps if it's someone that was, you know, stylistically matches up for Klopp. Um, Hakim, in any, any last words on the goalkeeper situation and what we'll be looking for, you know, heading into the next season, Defensively and from a goalkeeper perspective?
2: Well, I'd say good luck to the lads that are leaving. So Ward, good luck at Leicester. Not too much good luck when we face them. Uh Minile. Ah, finally, man, fuck off. But no, nah, he's a he's a really nice guy. so I do not I d I, 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 I d I, I don't I don't I don't mean that. He's a nice guy. I'm sure he, he'll he'll have success elsewhere in his career. But finally we have that top keeper that we can say to other fans, hey, you our know, keeper keepers better than yours. Because for years, Spurs have been saying, oh, Loris is amazing. But he's, he's been the, one of the most error-prone top six keepers in the league. So finally, we'll shut them up. And then Man U and Man City, were coming for them. Uh, overall, though, I would say this is the signing that we've needed for quite a long time. A goalkeeper that that's going to be the, the goalkeeper for at least five years. So I'm, I'm I'm very happy about that one.
1: Yeah, I think it's it's definitely something where we can breathe a sigh of relief guy for you. Um are, are you happy with Alisson now being, you know, the undisputed number 1 goalkeeper?
0: Oh yeah, 100%. I I can't wait I can't wait to watch him more closely. I mean, watching him at other teams it's uh, it's different when you're watching at Liverpool, you're on you're on a different level of nervousness watching a goalkeeper so if he if he can calm me and the rest of the fan base, it's going to be worth it, I mean, yeah, Hakeem mentioned uh, rival goalkeepers, and they've, most of them have had them set for at least five years now, um, it, it, it's nice to, well, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully it's not an absolute nightmare, but if if he's good, it, it it's going to be nice to have it set, because as I said, Carius was probably the best we've had in eight years or so, but if, if Allison's a level or two above Carrius, good God, <laughs> that's going to be happy days for me, absolutely happy days, but yeah, I'd like to echo what Hakeem said as well, but uh, good luck to the to the lads moving, uh, Ward at Leicester, hope, maybe that means Schmeichel's moving on, but that, that's for another time, and Mignolet when he eventually does move, good luck with him, he's not been everyone's cup of tea, but he did, It's not been good enough, let's be honest, but he has been a good laugh um, off the pitch, on the pitch. He's been funny for other reasons. (laughs) Um, But yeah, good luck to both of them. Um, They've both tried the best. and Different receptions. But uh, yeah, good luck to the lads. And good God, it's so nice to have... have, It's so weird having the world record goalkeeper and the world record centre (laughs) back. That's that's what I'm going to finish on.
1: That's a beautiful way to finish. And maybe I can add to that, um, an official tweet from AS Roma English says, thank you, Alison Becker, and good luck with your new adventure. So, um, I, th- I think it's safe to say, boys, Alison is a Liverpool player. We're just waiting for the announcement. It's exciting times to be a Liverpool fan. If you look at the signings that we've made, we've now made that key goalkeeper signing. The one we've all been, you know, asking for. And I don't think it can be disputed that he is the number one goalkeeper. Go have a look at his stats. He's definitely one of the top goals, goalkeepers, you know, in world football at the moment. And more importantly, stylistically, he fits Klopp's system, you know, excuse the pun, but he fits it like a glove. So it, it's so good to finally have that keeper where, you know, we can breathe a sigh of relief. Um, I think that's a, that's a very good place to end it. Um, Hakeem, if I can come to you, um, if you could give
2: us your Twitter handle and any plugs that you may have. I'm at Keem Dreamstar on Twitter. I usually just reply to other people, so there's not much to see there on my Twitter. I can plug a couple of shows that I did so far. So I did the AI Extra Pod with Guy, I think a week ago. Yeah. And also, the Nina Kaza show that came out yesterday or the day before so those those are my, the two things I have to plug, it's my only previous work I guess
1: No, we'll definitely be be expecting a lot more from you Hakeem, <laughs> coming into the season and thank you so much for joining us um, Guy coming to you, uh, any plugs um, and your Twitter handle please
0: Um, Twitter is at Guy Drinkle, uh, for my one plug I'll um, plug 1up uh, at 1up underscore AI it's all, all things video games uh, me and Carl are recording tomorrow I believe so if if video games are your thing um, check that out it, it'll, it'll, big favour to me if that's your thing uh, I'll probably talk a bit more on there I need to use it a bit more and to finish on plug wise Lazar Markovic is back i
1: got, <laughs> yeah, got to get it in um yeah, so Liverpool just finished the the friendly against Blackburn and it was Liverpool 2, Blackburn 0, and the first player to score the goal for Liverpool, breaking the duck for us in the second half, was none other than Lazar Markovic So Lazar Markovic is back in business, and um, guys definitely pleased about that uh, From my end, Twitter handle is the ace of knaves In terms of plugs there's a face of podcast that I was on uh, with uh, Kaelin, it addresses funny enough the, the Karius, uh conundrum and it was quite interesting how this Allison situation has played out because we did mention that, you know, it seemed like it was a no-win situation for Carrius, and hopefully Klopp was bringing in someone that stylistically matches, you know, the way he wants to play. Um, in terms of AI, please go and check out all the amazing content that content that's on AI at the moment. There's a few podcasts that have come out as, as Akim has mentioned, you know, the Nina Kausa podcast. If you keen to, you know, not only just hear about the new Liverpool signings, but, you know, just get to know some of the new AI signings. That's a very good introductory podcast with some of the new boys coming into the podcast. Um, Nina takes care of them really, really well. She hosts a great show. Um, if you're keen to, to to check out AI Pro, um, if you look at, for example, the Oxley Chamberlain news, you know it was it seemed like it was devastating news for a lot of people on Twitter. But the guys on AI Pro had spoken about this back in May that Oxley Chamberlain was going to be out for the rest of the season, um, the season coming in. So if you're looking for exclusives like that, if you're looking to be ahead of the curve, AI Pro is definitely the way to go. But from us on the AI Extra Transfer Rumor podcast, that's all for tonight. Have a good evening. Have a good day. Take care. Goodbye.